0: Hello, and welcome back to the games on dude, a big 10 basketball podcast by three very normal guys who probably aren't drinking beers right now. I'm Tommy crimes.
1: I'm Babar. And I'm Chris.
0: If you haven't listened to us before, here's what our whole deal is, we're all former bloggers and certified posters who are tired of limiting our riffs to a single medium that is Twitter accounts with a medium amount of followers. Definitely expect lots of serious journalism and not just stupid bits from a bunch of haters. So, today, we are going to pick out a few Big Ten teams that have done something interesting in the past week or so, and we're going to make fun of them. Sound good? Alright, let's roll. First up on the docket, because we are all Indiana fans and we're recording on Sunday, we should probably talk about the uh, the fighting Hoosiers of Bloomington. Um, so the two games that have happened in the past week, uh, each had their own sort of, uh, thesis that, uh, extended from them. I would say the, uh, the loss against Iowa, um, showed us how much of an absolute war crime Big Ten refereeing can be. And then the Northwestern loss today, um, building a theme, um, is just kind of about how much injuries suck. So what do we want to talk about first?
1: I think we got to talk about the Iowa game, specifically the officiating, and not like in a, we only lost that game because of the officials. Absolutely not what I'm saying. But the the state of the officiating in this conference is... It's, it's been horrible and it's been horrible for a very long time. And for, and I guess what I'm wondering is for a while, I think people were asking like, um, does the big 10 not realize what this kind of officiating is doing to the sport specifically to their conference. And I think it's gone on long enough now that they do want their games to look like this. They, they want their version of basketball to play out this way. So the question is why, what what is the benefit of playing this sort of, uh, I, I stretch to call it basketball because rolling around on the floor into dudes' knees, um, calling technicals when you get the ball tossed back to you, and then just letting the coaches treat you like a uh, rented mule is just not something that I think. Uh, uh, I, I yeah. feel like
0: the only like the only. Reasonable explanations would be like parody, like the idea that shitty officiating allows worse teams to compete with better ones. Which, I mean, I guess if you're running a shitty team, then you want that. But I don't really know as a league why you would want to hamstring your best teams. Um, I I, other than that, I don't really know. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not appealing to watch. I mean, unless you really want a lot of uh if you think you're getting viewership from top 10 worst refereeing mistakes of 2022 (laughs) compilations on YouTube or something like that, then cool. But like nobody's signing up for that. Like, I I don't understand really what the deal is. Like, can they just not get anything better? I mean, I know we all think of big 10 refereeing as being uniquely bad. Like, is it?
1: Well, the paint, the, The can they afford it's an interesting angle because like the exact same crew that was working the Indiana, Iowa game, the exact same crew were all together the next day doing Michigan, Michigan state and also making like a huge meal of it (laughs) in that game as well. At one point, you know, I think Tom Izzo was uh, going to do crime on national television (laughs) against the, against the officials. And it's just, it's just weird to me that they, uh, I mean, the title droughts now, what over two decades, 22 years, since 20, yeah. 22 years since we won a title. And, and I think the, and I think the I guess sin-
0: closing in on 23 now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically Happy new year, everyone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, can, like can I go back to what you were saying, Babar is like, it's been like this for so long and it's not going to change until, you know, guys like Izzo and, And Painter there and you know back in the day Bo Ryan and I guess now Greg guard is like they're the ones that are constantly like on these refs and and, you know pushing them to let their teams get away with like absolute like it's tackle basketball and like which is going back going back to like the IU Iowa game like what the officiating was was bad in the sense that like the calls were inconsistent they probably got a lot wrong for both sides like i was reading on twitter like nobody was was happy with with the calls in that no. game but when it gets to the point where coaches are just like aggressively like bullying and pushing over like like the officials and the officials are losing control of the game like at that point it becomes an absolute chore to watch. And it frankly becomes dangerous for the players. And as we saw race Thompson get hurt, like, you know, when you've got guys flying all over the the floor, just rolling
1: (laughs) around on the floor,
2: just normal basketball stuff. It's it's hog wrestling. That's, that's a Midwestern (laughs) excellence, baby.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's it. Maybe it, maybe uh, the Big Ten's just trying to harken back to its Midwestern roots as we expand to the Pacific Coast.
2: Yeah, I, um, I cannot wait for USC's like, first trip oh to, my God. to the Kohl Center on uh, <laughs> like a Tuesday night in January. It's going to be absolute hell. They're going to commit 45
1: fouls. There's going to be an emergency you, board of regents meeting following that game God, <laughs> where they're going to completely I, I, reassess.
0: I can't believe I didn't think of this before, but maybe the, the California teams joining is exactly what we need. <laughs> um, I also like, I don't, I know this is coming after two IU losses. I don't want it to, this to sound like a bunch of Indiana fans bitching about losing because of officiating. Cause I don't think that's what happened. And I've had conversations with fans of other teams. One of my good friend of mine since kindergarten is a huge Purdue fan, Purdue grad, and twice over the past year I've had this same conversation with him that is basically, this officiating sucks, and he, as a Purdue fan even, has told me, he's like, I'm kind of annoyed by the kind of basketball we play, and it's because this is how you win in the Big Ten. You get a huge dude, and you just kind of bully teams and hope for shots to fall occasionally.
1: It's funny you bring that up because I had a friend in law school who went to undergrad at the University of Wisconsin who had the exact same sentiment about his team. He couldn't stand watching Wisconsin basketball because he, he, I remember he had a he had a Wisconsin shirt on and I know they they were they had some big game that night. Um and I said, you know, I, I'm like, hey, big game tonight. He goes, Oh, I have no idea. I I don't watch them. I, I can't watch it. It's 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 hard to watch. And also it it never nothing ever comes of it. Like we'll get to the tournament. We're gone by the we're gone by the end of the first weekend. Who cares? And and that is like I think a very strong sentiment, uh, which is also a very true one. Like we're gonna the the it's not Ken Palm but Bartovic, uh, you know, has the the tourney cast basically projecting who the seeds are. And at one point, I know Chris, you sent it to us like a week ago. It had what thirteen of the fourteen Big Ten teams making the tournament. Um, as
2: as like having a chance like um i think on average the projection was like seven teams but there were like 13 of the 14 teams like in the bubble a, or
1: part of the conversation there
2: there was a path or like within whatever amount of the
1: simulations
2: here's, that are. here's ran, how like Bernie can in. still make the tournament <laughs> they, <laughs> they, but they were all but
1: yeah. it was all like double it was all the majority were like double digit or like low seeds it, it would um, be in
2: the play-in game
1: yeah and it's just and that's and that which uh brought the point where they just need to turn the first four into the big 10 invitational just say yes. all the big 10 teams are the first four every single one of them that way yeah. we only have to deal with four of them in the main bracket
0: yeah i think the uh the idea that we came up with on the uh unaired pilot episode of uh, games <laughs> on was to just move the big 10 tournament to dayton um and just have that be the first four and it's funny too um, that
1: you bring up the unaired episode because we you know we did attempt to record this and it didn't work out due to audio issues but just since that time so there's only been what three nights of games because they played thursday night they didn't play friday saturday and sunday night this conference has provided us so much more ammunition in the meantime with you had the debacle in iowa city ohio state dropped a very winnable game at home against purdue Mm -hmm. then also turned around and lost to maryland i mean it's it's I awesome. would
0: I would love to um, you take that opportunity to pivot to the uh, revolution occurring in Champaign, Illinois right now. <laughs> um, my notes on this on Illinois here are just a bunch of Lame is' lyrics. Um, I originally wrote down like Les Mis, it's probably going to be more 1830 than 1789 or even 1793, which will make sense to any re- French Revolution heads out there. Um, I don't think anybody's head's getting chopped off, but now we've got players like leaving the program.
1: A lot of season Um, left. A lot of season left. What
0: the hell is going on out there? Is Brad Underwood going to end up going to uh, La Guillotine?
2: (laughs) If by La Guillotine, you mean the new head coach at Texas university or (laughs)
1: university of Texas, whatever. How about that? I have failing, failing up. Very strongly. Another and that's another thing about the you know, you, you tie it back into the conference and how it markets itself. We need a an in season hard knocks for Illinois basketball. Because not only are they just, we com- need
0: them to travel back in time two weeks and start it. Then
1: <laughs> we not only are they like rife with drama, but they're all messy bitches who want to talk about it all the time. All the, the time. The coach will gladly talk about it. The players will gladly talk about how they hate their coach. And then like one dude just up and leaves mid-season, who was
2: like their starting point guard,
1: yeah. and like Christ <laughs> recruit. <laughs> And yeah, I think were, he was
0: getting I think the the tweet I saw he had like the like was averaging like the second most minutes per game on the team or something like that. And, this isn't like a game time situation. This is a fuck you,
2: I hate you situation. Yeah. <laughs> like and this these guy guys fucking sucks. I these cannot take were, it anymore.
1: These guys were projected to be good and not just like Big 10 good, but people were talking about them as a title contender, which of course is always laughable for any Big 10 team. Like you on that, that out Jeff of him. Goodman Yeah. <laughs> It's just like anytime, it's like, well, this Big Ten team's got national title aspirations. No, they don't. <laughs> it's not a good conference. They will not make it out of the second weekend. Um but yeah, it's uh I, I need I need reporters to do their jobs. I need you to I need journalists to do your jobs, get into those post game locker rooms and start asking questions. Who's sleeping with whose girl? I need to know what completely broke this locker room in half. And we if it really
0: was- we really do need a report on the uh, Wisconsin basketball polycule. I'm sorry, <laughs> Illinois basketball polycule. I mean, maybe Wisconsin's got one too. They're just a little less messy about it.
2: <laughs> I know it smelled crazy in there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go.
1: That's. But yeah, I. Uh, I
0: would love for one of these guys to write a book about this season. Like one of the players. Like, can we get like who's who's the Illinois basketball? jim bouton who's gonna write his ball for <laughs> about this
2: have you guys read um season on the brink by john feinstein about like the 1986 iu team yes weirdly i matriculated know.
1: i matriculated through indiana <laughs> university so i i did read that book i think it was a Weird, sign.
0: weirdly as a lifelong iu fan and fellow graduate of indiana university and journalism major i have not actually read it
2: well anyway it's a great read we need that for illinois basketball we, right we really
1: we really do i mean and because and i know
2: we talked about this on the the other night and sorry to cut you off but i, I want to make sure we touch on this andre corbello transferred out of the program <laughs> he is no longer there we're like we're missing out on even more just like shit-stirring. This, this is real housewise of of Champaign, Illinois.
1: I realize that this is a little outside the scope. However, I do want to point out that we had the full Curbelo experience on Saturday. First, a cheeky pregame video of him juggling while walking backwards on the, on the court, and then when I checked the box score late in the second half, he was 3 of 10 from the field with like 4 turnovers. No notes. Play, <laughs> I think we're going
0: to we're going to have to add Curbelo watch as a uh, regular <laughs> segment on this show because i don't care what team he plays for i don't care what conference he's in i want my andre Curbelo updates um, i want our listeners to
1: know this i'm getting real close to you guys we are not going to sacrifice talking about andre kerbello to talk about nebraska or minnesota basketball and you have that is a promise to you the american people who is ever listening to this We will talk about Andre Curbelo more than we will talk about Minnesota and Nebraska basketball. I guarantee it. Yeah,
0: seconded. Um, so uh, there we go, grip it and rip it, brother. (laughs) I told myself I'd limit the "my brother, my brother and me" references on this podcast, but that was natural. Like that came out unbidden. Yeah, that 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 wasn't. That was not scripted.
1: Uh, That sweet diet Pepsi went straight into my trachea. That's uh, no part of that made it to the stomach.
0: Um, Speaking of uh, trachea injuries. I'm um, drowning
1: on air. (laughs)
0: Speaking of trachea injuries, let's. um, I know we didn't really touch on the other uh, comprehensive failure of IU basketball yet, but I do think that we should talk about the fight and wildcats of Northwestern because when we were recording our uh, unaired uh, secret pilot, they were playing Illinois and they were just putting them in the dirt, which I think was the, uh, the uh, final nail in the coffin for uh, our first man off the Titanic there. Um, but they like, actually, I mean, they They've got dudes. came into assembly hall tonight and or this afternoon, I guess. I mean, whatever time it was, it's hard to tell and just kind of beat the doors off them. Um, I I know that we've got injury issues, but like, are they actually cool?
1: I think we may have to accept a very horrifying reality uh, that Northwestern, while they may not be like good in the usual sense of the term, they are definitely the most interesting thing going in the Big Ten right now, because you look at the top of the standings, all of those teams deeply flawed. You look at the bottom of the standings, like blood starts coming out of your eyes. But then you see Northwestern, who's, who's up there at the top, I mean, right now, and they played nasty defense like and not at least from what i've observed they don't play like uh that sort of tackle ball brand that you see you know that yeah quote and un- it's that quote unquote it's not good like a gimmick defense. either no, no. yeah uh, it's just very
2: technically sound and like they're all on the same page at all times they've got good and, length
1: and good technique yeah. and they they play they play really well and then if they're also going to shoot the lights out which they did today you're not going to beat them the yeah. The, the thing is, they usually don't shoot like that. So,
0: but I mean, like, that's the kind of thing that I feel like can take you on a weird run in March. And I'm not saying that Northwestern is going to win a national championship because, no. I mean, come on. But I mean, <laughs> this kind of feels like the kind of team that could win a couple games of the Big Ten tournament if they aren't already going to the Big Dance, maybe play their way in. I mean, if they get hot, like, if Adige and Boo Booey can hit shots like
1: i think i feel a little bit <laughs> of an affinity for this northwestern team because they're like the store brand version of what i thought indiana was going to be like w- that we were going to play hard nose like real nasty sound defense and then we would just let the offense kind of come and go as it pleases um and we would kind of piece that together into a you know a big 10 title run which i mean obviously that's kind of off the table now just i mean injuries alone but um it- it's hard to find anything to hate about northwestern right now um yeah. Well, their
2: coach is extremely punchable.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's true. It is very easy to, to hate Chris Collins, who was probably I like... Say,
2: I will say the
0: glasses were a vibe. The, yeah, the he, he's kind of got
2: the, the cream tanning bed thing going on right now. He's take, taking the mantle of not
1: going to catch his, his ass looking pasty on the sidelines in January. That's true. And you could not say the same for uh, the entire Iowa basketball team. uh God. <laughs> that was sorry I, I just i that just came back to my brain how, i'm gonna like, get angry again <laughs> it's a very very white outfit uh that they got out there in iowa city but um anyway collins and it went, is
0: well after labor day so they should not be <laughs> chris, sorry
1: chris collins went from like the we're gonna fire this asshole to uh six year extension yeah i mean he. He keeps this up, he's the Big 10 coach of the year, right? Because they want they always want to give that award to the guy that just defied expectations, not who actually did the best coaching job, because that yeah. would be boring because then you just give it to the guy who wins the league. But Yeah, uh, then you
0: just give it to Brad Underwood every year.
1: But if you're if you're, proje- <laughs> if, you're if you're projected to finish last and you finish like 5th or 6th, I mean, he's going to win Big 10 coach of the year.
0: Especially if they, like, beat a couple of the teams that are, like, supposedly good. Like, I, I keep on saying, like, a They've couple done of it good twice. teams, but we know that the teams in this league aren't good, so we have to figure out a different nomenclature for it.
1: Right, but the media doesn't know that. That's what the mainstream media doesn't want to tell you, is that they the, look at... The
0: deep state.
1: <laughs> they look at wins over uh, Illinois and Indiana, you know, in back-to-back games and be like, oh, we got something cooking over here in Evanston. When instead it's like both of these teams are just like disregard Illinois and Indiana until further notice.
0: Yeah. Like Northwestern, I still do think is good, but also I got like three minutes off the bench for IU this afternoon. So, (laughs) and I have one hand.
2: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they can sustain this. I think the way that they play is, um, you know, I, I think has a higher floor than, you know, like kind of like Penn state, like they're a high variance, like offense team, but the way that, um, the way that Northwestern plays like they're, I mean, they're a top 10 defense in the country and they don't turn the ball over and they shoot a ton of threes. So like that's going to keep you in in a lot. At one point,
0: at one point today, I think the turnover margin was like 13 to three in favor of Northwestern. And I mean, like we were doing things like, I mean, dudes were like, Trying to drive the lane into three dudes and then throwing the ball at somebody's groin, so like the 13 side is a little less impressive, but the three is pretty damn good.
1: There were at least four instances during the game where they showed the turnover graphic, and I felt that the number of turnovers for Indiana was magnitudes lower than I was seeing on the court. Yeah,
2: yeah we, um, I was at the game, and as we we're walking out i'm sorry and like the, yeah, <laughs> yeah rough rough day for your boy um but we we're wa- we we're walking out and they had like the final stats up on the on the jumbotron and it's shown the the steals margin and northwestern had, i think 14 and as we we're walking out there's this guy behind me it was like holy shit 14 steals and i was like yeah like it it, it felt like you know, every other possession, Northwestern was getting a, a live ball turnover and run out for a fast break. And lo and behold, yeah, that's what they were doing. They were,
0: it, it certainly they were felt our like our ass was, up and down the floor. It certainly felt like, like there was a period in that game where there were like five consecutive possessions where it was just turnover, turnover, turnover. Like, ugh.
1: I kind of kept thinking that since they were being so aggressive, jumping, passing lanes, that maybe one person would ball fake and then maybe throw it to the back door. Um, that didn't happen one time. Oh, yeah. so, the ba- the backdoor was there all game. And, and they just didn't. And that's to me, that's. It's that always, would require
0: a thought process involved in any sort of offensive.
1: It's always that it's that uh, it's that dilemma that I'm. I'm too dumb to be able to give you an answer to whether or not that's a the coaching staff is doing a bad job of pointing that out to its players or if the players are just doing a bad job of. Uh, interpreting the information being handed to them by the coaching staff because well, i cannot I, imagine that mike woodson who's coached you know at the highest levels of the sport is telling these guys hey definitely keep lollipopping those passes to each other around the arc it'll work out they're not going to keep jumping them <laughs> yeah i definitely I, don't
0: think that this is like a, a installed offense here
2: yeah i saw a um a, a post game quote from i think it was trace and it was something along the lines of yeah, co- the coaching staff came up with a a great game plan and everything. We just didn't listen. Like, interesting. I, I think that kind of tells you everything. You having, need to go, having to go, having to go. I've a, got a
0: great. I've got a great fix for that. Yeah, maybe try the game plan next time. But yeah. hey, you know yeah. wh- who am what, I? What, I'm just a guy with a microphone.
1: Having, would, to, would having to having to bust out a junk matchup zone against Northwestern oh because you can't stay in front of them is one of the more dire moments of Indiana basketball history, non-Archie division. like <laughs> that was just, and the, I think the worst part was, is it kind of worked for a little bit. And, but. It was working better than
2: the man-to-man.
1: I know. And it's just, it's like, you guys don't have any, like, where's the pride here? Like, you, you can't stay in the, front of. You've, you've taken the pride out of it, Gazetus. Yeah. <laughs> you that's, can... a throw, that's a throwback to
0: an Arsenal bit from 2011. <laughs> yeah. You, you nobody's going to get that.
1: You can't sufficiently stay in front of Boo Booey. Like I just, oh man, I don't know. It's a yeah. bad, bad day at the office for us.
2: And not to, I, I know we're IU guys, and I don't want want this to be the IU pod, but it's definitely today was probably the the first real time that I saw Woody be like, I do not have five guys that I can trust right now. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna tr- try to throw shit at the wall, hope something sticks, and if we can just tread water, um, like find a way to claw back in this game and, and moving forward. Like, I think we're going to see him like really have to get like creative with what he's doing just to try to get this team to get wins. I mean, like trace had to play 40 min, like all 40 minutes today and had 24 goddamn rebounds because nobody else was <laughs> had any interest in like getting even remotely close to the rim.
0: Yeah. There, there are issues. In- um, Inj- injuries
2: are bad. Yeah. My take,
0: I, I think, in the interest of making sure we don't make this an IU podcast, let's uh, let's move on to another team that one of us knows a lot about, but the rest of us a little less. Um, <laughs> let's pitch it over to our uh, resident Michigan State Spartans correspondent, Chris Shooty.
2: They're gonna win the league. That's my take.
1: Someone's they, got to. <laughs> someone's <laughs> got. Someone's it is actually to.
0: legally required that somebody <laughs> gets the Big Ten
2: championship this year. Like they, they're getting healthy now that they got Malik Hall back, which must be nice. Um, <laughs> they they don't have any dudes. Like th- this has got to be like one of the like least talented teams that Izzo has had in recent memory that I can remember. Um, so this is going to be the like the ultimate like bullshit year that when there's no one dominant team and no, we're not putting Purdue in that category. Um The Izzo just finds a way to, to scrape together 14, 15 wins and somehow manages to get a, a five seed before losing to like the best team in the, I don't know,
0: Mountain Conference, West. USA. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be one of those. Losing, losing, losing to New Mexico very strongly.
1: It is. It, it is like a very, uh, it is a very uh, common or a familiar vintage of Michigan State basketball. Like I have to expect to see like Gavin Schilling getting minutes on yeah. this team. Um, it's just, it's, it, just it's a bunch of, it's like outside of Malik Hall and uh, uh wooden award candidate, Joey Hauser. It's just not, uh, I haven't checked the you, odds
2: since yesterday. He was yeah. kind of balling. Can we get a, can yeah. we get an
1: odds check on Joey Hauser's wooden yeah. award yeah. candidate? Yeah, For you, those who don't know, um, you can take real American dollars, right? You can take American Currency and put it on Joey Hauser of Michigan State to win the Wooden Award. The Wooden Award. Best this has been Babar's
0: betting corner.
1: <laughs> I'm going to give it more. Yes, I'm going to give still, it more.
2: Uh, still plus ten thousand. Okay, those, uh, so plus ten thousand.
1: Joey Hauser to win the Wooden Award, which is awarded annually to college basketball's best player. And that's it's in the entire country to college basketball's
0: best player. Like, you know, the Heisman, it's like that, but for basketball. Yeah. It's not no. just for the big 10. It's not just for the big 10. It's for the whole country, all the basketball.
1: What are my odds to win the wooden award? Am I on the board yet?
0: I think plus 9,000.
1: Would you take me? Hold on. Would you take me at plus 100,000 or Joey Hauser at plus at 10,000?
0: I think that I would have to take Hauser in that circumstance because you i'm fairly certain are out of eligibility
1: that's true i I don't play big 10 basketball so that's probably a good bet but can't could the, you do
0: like a grad transfer and like just get like a master's in like i don't know management or something like that can't be that hard um I, just dip into like i mean i don't know nebraska hit a yeah. couple shots
1: they can do a. I'll get an entire uh, like episode of the journey done about me because I scored two points <laughs> in garbage time. Like, look the at the most this.
0: unlikely wooden award ever. You're doing averaging the... averaging zero
2: point one points per game. You're doing the Jason McElwain make a wish thing.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Uh, the,
2: where the thing where they let you run for the touchdown in like the fourth quarter or whatever. <laughs>
0: Except instead of being terminally ill, your your only problem is being 34 years old and a father of two.
1: I'm just getting escorted to the hoop and like to hit a layup. And, and it still ta- it still takes me like five tries to get it an in. Zach
0: ED picking you up by your hips and holding you up to dunk.
2: Imagine like go like you're out there doing that and you're just like slowly just like Bu- like bumbling your way to the hoop, and like somebody just comes off the weak side and just slaps the shit off the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw that on TikTok a couple weeks ago. And the caption was, "Nobody told him that the special needs kid was in the game," <laughs> and it's like the it's like one of those where they they brought in like yeah. a a kid just like to do something nice for him. And he's going up for the layup and everybody else is standing off. And this one kid just leaps in and smacks it off the backboard. Everybody in the arena starts (laughs) booing. It's the, it's the, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Draft that dude. That's my first (laughs) overall pick in fantasy basketball this year.
1: That guy has infinite amount of dog in him. Like no one's getting into his house. It doesn't matter. It's not personal. It's just no
0: easy buckets.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's big 10 basketball, baby.
0: (laughs) Damn right. The only it <laughs> could have been better is if he'd fouled him and then it wasn't called. <laughs>
1: they're, they're gonna whistle the kid for a charge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> God.
0: All right, is there any is there anybody else on Michigan State's roster who's got odds for the winning award, or is it just Mr. Hauser?
1: No, it, we, doesn't, we it talk, doesn't matter. We talked about the three Michigan State players of consequence. Malik Hall, Joey Hauser, yeah. Gavin Schilling. That's yeah. <laughs> those are three guys to watch with Michigan State going forward.
0: So let's talk about the team that's probably going to finish second to Michigan State after their uh, several maladies, which is Purdue. Um, They were, I mean, by the time I had the game on tonight um, against Penn State, they had started to pull away a bit. But I mean, they were kind of keeping it close earlier. They've been, I think they've, what they lose their last two games before that, something like that.
2: I mean, no, they they came back and beat Ohio State. Yeah they've, oh, been, yeah,
1: they've been kind of dancing through the raindrops for like yeah. a month now. Well, <laughs> well they were down
2: at, at halftime tonight to Penn State. Yeah, by um, by
1: like seven points, wasn't it? Something like that.
2: Yeah. And then they engage. They engaged the uh, Zach Eady just big protocol and yeah. just started throwing lobs up at like near the they, rim. And they Penn they State's up to... tallest player is six foot three. So Zach Eady
1: is such a great um, uh, stress test for the just big theory. Because there, there's no, listen, there's no debate. He's just big. However, has he finally, have we finally reached a point where he's just big enough? Yeah. That is he large that enough? It does, that it doesn't matter. <laughs> it I, truly I, so doesn't I wanna, matter.
0: <laughs> one question I want to ask is, when Matt Painter was in college, I'm guessing on his age, I'm guessing that he was in college around when I was in elementary school, Did you watch a lot of Power Rangers? Because I feel like their offensive game plan is essentially the exact game plan that they ran through in every episode. They try to go with the little guys, get their ass kicked. They get in the Zords. They kind of get their ass kicked a little bit. And then they finally get to the Megazord, Zack Eady, And then he just takes over and, like, skewers Goldar with his sword or fucking whatever. Like, why not just do that from the beginning? This is always what everybody in my second grade class would ask. And now I'm asking it of Matt Painter. Why are you not just doing this on every possession?
1: I actually love that year in and year out for the last decade now, Matt Painter has fallen short of a national title, taken a look at his roster and decided what I need is a bigger guy <laughs> just, bigger I guy know, slower
0: guards
1: I, yeah but, I need, but
0: what if he was even larger <laughs> this time
1: he's just sitting at a computer enhance <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's that it's <laughs> that arrested development scene where tobias is explaining open marriages to lindsay is like But what if
1: it worked for us? (laughs) And eventually, I mean, eventually we are going to get to this point where he's just crafted some Eldritch Horror in a lab. It's like 7-9. It's incomprehensible to the human eye. And it's starting at center and averaging a triple-double in points, rebounds, and blocks.
0: Literally just an Evangelion playing center for the Purdue Boilmakers. And that's right. I've got two different giant robot mentions in this Purdue segment.
1: And how does their season end? You guessed it against Gonzaga in the sweet 16.
2: Hey, at least they're not losing to, you know, school of the blind St. Peter's or
1: whatever. Again, it is extremely funny and worth reminding everyone on this podcast and around the world that St. Peter's eliminated Kentucky and Purdue from the same tournament, which makes them, unfortunately, Indiana club legends. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Congrats to Rusty Ranks beers on his <laughs> big wins in the tournament last year.
1: We got to get Dougie some court size seats.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I hate it when the best team of um, of my coaching tenure loses to you know a guy that's trying to bum a cigarette outside of the local dive bar. <laughs> oh man,
0: Dude, what a- guy guy who got his fake ID taken at the at the door at the vid dropping twenty five <laughs> on Purdue in the Sweet Sixteen
2: yeah i I'm, hate to see it
1: going back on uh purdue recruiting eldritch horrors i'm just thinking about mike woodson uh, after losing to purdue um when the, when being asked about well what what did you see with your guys in the post that you liked or didn't like he's like well they simply just they're gonna have to comprehend it they're going to have to get in there they're gonna have to comprehend <laughs> the man-made horrors that they find there and
0: it's just Look, they we've, really been, are- we've been running the Necronomicon. It's not working, <laughs> but there's got to be something in there that we can fix, that we can find, and it's gonna work. It's my. We just gotta, we just gotta increase our spell slots. We need better
1: items. <laughs> we have got to get better items.
2: Yeah, I- I'm convinced that Painter like gave like 200 bucks to like some engineering kid and said, "Hey, build me a nuclear reactor like <laughs> under Maggie Arena. I'm gonna start like growing these things like." in the basement and every, every four years, another one hatches and goes through the program of warning what basketball is and how to play it. <laughs> they, uh, I was looking at their, um, their roster tonight during their game. They have a seven, two ginger from Sweden, who is a freshman. So look forward good, to, another to that one. Uh, coming to your local, uh, local establishment next year. Yeah, we'll have I'm to actually...
0: figure out a new political, uh, Program to pin on him that he doesn't actually have anything to do with and see if we can make Purdue fans mad again.
1: I'm actually looking at the uh, 247 rankings uh for 2025 uh Purdue's hot board here, and you're not going to believe this. <laughs> but the Cloverfield monster <laughs> is taking a visit. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, where, where, are, where they gonna, end, are they gonna, are they gonna end with this guy? How does he have eligibility? This is unbelievable.
0: Are they going to run the uh, little ones from the uh, subway tunnel as the uh, uh, one and two? Or
1: those are at the, yeah, their names are Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer. <laughs> you will put some respect <laughs> on their name.
2: Yeah, he's a uh, he's got he's making inroads with an AAU team of nothing but kaiju.
1: <laughs> this is a, we we've stumbled. I love when we find a deep vein of bits here. Yeah. It's just like we could do a whole hour of podcasting just on this. But We must move on. I think
0: the only the only way IU can possibly compete is to uh, begin recruiting Shinji Akari. Um, this is getting all right. Uh, that's, horribly yeah, esoteric. I've, I've every, gone, everybody, i gone way too far. Turned it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know if this is going to help, but who wants to talk about Wisconsin basketball? I'm good. I if do that may make it worse?
1: <laughs> uh, there, uh, I mean. They're really the prototype of the, of the whole thing, right? They're, they're not actually good, uh, but they will win a bunch of conference games.
2: They're ranked 14th in the AP poll and like 50th in Ken Palm.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, so. that's, that's it. That's, that's all we have yeah. to say about
2: Wisconsin basketball. That's the, that's the bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. What, what games do we have coming up this week?
0: Um, We're not quite too, we've got a couple more teams. I think we wanted to hit on real quick. Do
2: we, do we want to talk about Rucker?
1: Do we spiritually, have
2: to? spiritually they've been in the big 10 for 50 years it's so true yeah.
1: i mean that you want to talk about a roster running purely on spite um
0: i most i mostly just wanted to make sure we didn't skip over this because in our rundown uh the phrase maximum security prison basketball was written and i didn't i didn't want what it is i didn't want to move past it without at least getting that on tape
2: their, their or, defensive philosophy is the pickup basketball game from the longest yard with Michael Irvin and Adam Sandler yeah <laughs> like that's that's how they protect the rim that's
1: they can't arrest all of us <laughs> <laughs> and and they won't they won't arrest any of them because they they've got they, they at one point they played legitimately good defense so they got that reputation and now as the Big Ten will always do, once you are established as the quote-unquote good defensive team, you don't have to play by the rules anymore. You can just grab and tug and push and do whatever you got to do because they'll just be like, oh, well, they're good defenders. They wouldn't commit fouls. And that's it. I mean, you see it all the time, every single year. Teams that have the reputation don't have to play by the same rules as the teams that don't have the reputation. Uh, And I say that firmly as a fan of a team that doesn't have that reputation. And by God, I'm sick of it. It, we don't uh, have
0: any reputation, honestly. Like that's true.
1: Front-running shitheads. We, shit we, we yeah,
0: don't have a brand yet. As the most yet.
1: prestigious
2: um, basketball program in the conference, it's time for for the power structure to sit, shift back to the one percent. It, it's our time to shine. That's true. That's true. Where, where, where is trickle down basketball when you need it? <laughs> well, that happens. when um, you get shit like Northwestern.
0: That is true. They are quite wealthy just generally um so ohio state lost today yeah that happened
1: they did they got housed by maryland i believe i feel like if illinois
0: didn't exist which would be a blessing unto us all i feel like we'd be talking about ohio state a lot more like they're kind of a mess yeah like what the hell's going on over there it's just chris holtman's deal um it's a green team yeah, but like, yeah, somehow I, I mean, Chris, lo- Chris, were you the one who put this in the uh, in the rundown memo? I'm going to let yeah. you
2: say this one because I love it. Well, he's just, he's Tom Crean with a nearby Lululemon. <laughs> there it is, baby. Let's go get his ass. Like it's all also- teams ev- every year. Just, you know, they're offensive juggernauts. They have really talented um guys that end up in the NBA, but
1: they're also gonna, they
2: might win an NCAA tournament game and then they're going to lose to like a mid-tier sec team like right on schedule every year
1: they're also very boring everything about the program is boring and that comes from their head coach who is one of the more boring people alive which again it's very funny that what you if you if you put both sports together like I, i don't know if there's a better job or a more or a more prestigious like lights on job than ohio state for basketball and football being coached by the two most boring people that yeah. you could possibly dream up it's just two non-playable characters like they glitching around a room
0: they're both hardcore npcs and like i know that that's been a twitter bit for a while about ryan day but i think we need to expand it like i need somebody to edit one of those insane uh npc conversations from oblivion that makes no sense and i just need it to be Holtman and day because that's exact i mean like it's two dudes talking about like an Oblivion gate open in Kavach, and then one of them walks into the side of a building and then just continues walking for an hour without moving.
1: What is the longest, like, small talk conversation those two have had? Just the two of them.
0: It's got to be under
1: under three and a half minutes, right?
0: I was going to say probably about 20 seconds because, (laughs) I mean, that's... They can't have that many scripted lines, right? It was probably
2: about, like, hey, did you see the new... uh, Soda machine in the the players lounge. Yeah, pretty good. They've got diet cherry Pepsi. And then every conversation,
0: every conversation they've ever had has to be about the television program Young Sheldon. I (laughs) I have to imagine that they're the two people who are watching Young Young Sheldon, and they're just all about it. But that's their entire personality. Is that and occasionally winning at sports.
1: And then I just imagine one of them like turning away and then trying (laughs) to go through the door, but they're not lined up. Enough so when you right. hit the button to open the door, they just jump instead. Yeah. <laughs> and you try to get it lined up, and then I finally go through. God, what if you get
0: you... if you can get a basket on Chris Holtman's head, you can a hundred percent pickpocket his game plan without <laughs> him noticing, and you won't get arrested at all. Like the guards will not see it. But you gotta get that basket on his head.
1: That's so true.
0: Um okay so let's talk about what's coming up we have divided up uh the uh, the coming weeks games into a couple of categories and i think that you will probably be able to pretty easily tell which one is the good one so we've got in the games them on. Good. <laughs> well yeah <laughs> that's fair i mean that is sort of the founding precept of this uh podcast is that this is a horrifying league to watch um but, but the God games you should it, at least <laughs> the uh, the games you should at least probably be making an attempt to watch. If you care about this league, that's the games on category.
1: Those so are games Tuesday. that are good. Yeah. Hold on a second. The, I Go feel ahead. Like the, Go ahead. I feel like the games on category are for games that they're good enough that if there's anything else like, you know, going on in your life, you can kind of successfully ignore it by watching the game instead so like if you if that game's on and someone's like, hey, do you wanna go uh do a puzzle? You can just like ah, the game's on, dude. The yeah, game's yeah. on. It's like, hey, do you wanna it, it, solve the global like hunger crisis? The game's on, man. On, man. Game's on. I'm, I'm dialed that's, in. I'm dialed That's in. dope and all,
0: but it's a big ten, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, Michigan State, Wisconsin. This is gonna be horrible. I won't look away.
0: Yeah. So that's that's our our Tuesday's Michigan State at Wisconsin. Uh, I have to imagine the final score of that game will probably be in the 50s, um, but that'll be on ESPN on Tuesday. Um, Friday, FS1. How lo- hold, on, hold on a second. Got, oh, on, on, I'm Mich- on
1: Michigan State, Wisconsin, I've got a question for both you guys. How, yeah. low, how low does the total on that game have to be for you to feel good about betting the over? And is it in the triple digits?
2: 105.
1: You'd feel good at 105? I don't feel good. Yeah. But that's I'm saying. When would you feel good about betting me over?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't think if I saw a total in the 105 region, I would feel good just on a moral level. I like mean, Michigan
2: State, even Michigan if I did on the, it. Michigan State, Michigan was in the 50s, I think. So yeah, and yeah, that's, maybe
1: 105 is too high. Where's the game? Where's the game at? Wisconsin it's at Wisconsin. I think.
0: <laughs> it's at the Kohl Center. So like I, I so like somebody's somebody's gonna be out there with like a lead, literally a lead pipe.
1: Man, I don't know. I think if that not that it would ever be this low, but I even if it were set at 99.5, I don't think I'd feel good about
0: betting. The forever. the Joey the Joey Hauser wooden campaign may end due to getting his knee bashed with a pipe or a wrench. Um and who yeah, who, I who mean, gets I the feel foul
1: call? Joey Hauser. Him. That's a that's, that's right. a charge. That's yeah. a charge. Don't let yourself get bashed in the knee with a lead pipe, man. It's basketball, man. Uh, yeah.
0: I would have simply avoided the pipe. <laughs> yes
1: not a hard not hard for me
0: at all yeah i think i think the low hundreds i think the low hundreds is where i'd feel okay like i I feel like if i i feel like if i like look at that score in the second half like i mean with like 10 minutes left in the second half and one of the teams is still in the 20s i would not be
1: shocked i'm looking forward to watching every second of that game it's gonna be horrible
0: can't wait i'm planning my week around it it's gonna be so good What's next? Um, so we've got Michigan State at Illinois on Friday. That's FS1. Um, we'll see if any more uh, Illinois players decide to egress from the program between now and then. Um, we've got six days, so like I'm on tenor hooks
1: personally. I would say that I would say that any Illinois game right now uh, deserves games on consideration oh, yeah. because just for the chaos factor you you don't know right now because it's going to happen but there, you just don't know when but there's going to be like an on-court blow up with yeah. that team mm-hmm. they're coming off a big win over Wisconsin who I, I was missing Tyler Wall for that game um, which I'm, I'm assuming has to be like the dead cat bounce for this team uh, yeah before things really fall apart because I don't think Coleman Hawkins is gonna hit five three-pointers or whatever it is he hit every single game uh much as i think he believes he will do that uh, i really enjoyed that
0: video on twitter the other day um it was i wish coleman hawkins would just play like he can actually play and stop pretending he plays for the golden state warriors (laughs) and that was like a like 30 second long video of highlights of him like trying to do like step back three pointers like he's philip seymour hoffman and along came (laughs) polly Like he's literally shouting rain dance as he's just like clanging shots off the rim.
1: And then the worst possible thing happened is he, I mean, he shot the lights out against Wisconsin. So now, I mean, he's going to, he's going to come into that, into that next game. I think they play Nebraska next. Um, believing he's uh, you know, a golden God from beyond the arc. Very fascinating to see how many shots he jacks up.
0: Yeah. So then Saturday, we have Wisconsin at Indiana um, with what's left of the uh, Hoosiers roster. Um, that'll be on CBS for some reason. Um, I, I don't know if they do flex like the NFL does, but we should probably get <laughs> flexed out of that spot. We should probably be on like Fox Sports Soccer 2, which I don't <laughs> think exists anymore, so... That's just my. That's just one man's opinion.
1: CBS just booting that game for the mystery box. <laughs> it's yeah. just a yeah. random, random programming will take its place. Not even guaranteed to be basketball. It's like, yeah. oh, it's Andy Griffith three Runs. Oh well. Yeah, the,
2: they're running replays of like season twenty-two of Survivor.
0: <laughs> just weirdly, like a bunch of James Corden episodes. Like the only <laughs> thing worse to watch than Wisconsin basketball. Um. Yeah
2: thought exercise would you rather watch two hours of like Wisconsin verse pick your poison or two hours of carpool karaoke
1: Um, I'll take the two hours of
2: am I allowed to kill myself (laughs) (laughs) there is no gun
1: (laughs) I will take the two hours of Wisconsin basketball, but I'm a I'm, yeah. a, little, I'm a little Big Ten piggy. Like, you're, I, I, think, you're I sick, think you're a sick I piggy
2: who loves his filth. <laughs> like, <it's> exactly, <laughs> I,
1: I realize that the, like, the thread on this podcast is I'm going to present to someone who doesn't watch garbage Big Ten ball because I've got better things to do. But the truth is I don't, and I will be watching yeah. all of this. I'll just pull up to the trough with my big old belly i'll just roll around in it thank you kevin you, warren sir won't i even, love, won't I
0: even it. bother won't even bother wearing a bib just get it all over that shirt save it for later
1: I, I well and truly live for this shit like please give me more
0: i was gonna say i think i'd take the wisconsin game also but that's because it's a lot easier for me to tune out than <laughs> james corden's histrionics unless it's somehow like in the middle there there's an episode of carpool karaoke where they get in a crash and like he gets ejected through the windshield or something i'd watch that little final Um,
2: destination action
0: yeah um and our final games on for the week is um ohio state at rucker that's sunday on btn um again potential for beatings
1: i'm uh i'm very interested in this game it's the classic uh a uh, team that's trying to play, you know, real basketball versus a team that's just going to try to murder you for 40 minutes. Um and given that it's at uh it, it's in Piscataway, right?
0: It, yeah, it's in Piscataway, yeah.
1: Yeah. I I assume Ohio State's going to beat somebody again sometime, uh but I would have picked them to beat Maryland today and they didn't do that. So uh it should be a should be an interesting an interesting data point on a Yeah.
0: On everybody's uh Ken Palm sheet. It will on be on Ken Palm to sheet to, of
2: life. It will be interesting to see who wins. Truly it will be it,
1: w- it will be interesting to see who wins. Um, I I can't wait. It's I've got my Sunday plans already. Little Ohio State uh, Rutgers action.
0: Ooh. All right, so that's that's games on. Then our other category um, is the Bardo zone. Um, tell me about how you get put in the bardo zone is this just did you just look up the games that bardo's working and then put them there no
1: they because game- that, that
0: could i feel like that is a great way to get in the bardo zone is the Bar- to listen to Stephen bardo for two and a half hours
1: the bardo zone is a game that either actually or spiritually should be on big 10 network at set at like six o'clock or eight o'clock um just it- it's like it's on it is technically big 10 basketball so the the conference the conference's flagship station does have to carry it but my god under any other circumstances why would you watch this uh they
0: would much they would much rather be re-airing old episodes of the journey yes
2: yeah and there my, it, s- go ahead chris i was gonna say in my mind the the bardo zone's more of a vibe like if the most interesting thing about the game is listening to whatever dumb shit diatribe that Bardo is going to go on with 10 minutes left in the second half, that's the Bardo zone. Yeah. Like if there's nothing more interesting about the game than that, that's, that's how you land there. All
0: right. So first Bardo zone game of the week, we've got Rucker at Northwestern Wednesday BTN. This is another one of those games that has the potential, like, When are you betting the over?
1: Uh, Like uh, ever. (laughs) Is there
0: a number? If you got 65, like I feel like I'd take the over there, but who's giving you that?
1: You know, if you were playing this game later in the season, um, and Northwestern keeps up what they're doing, then they you'd have a chance to play your way out of the Bardo zone on this one. But right now, I mean, first of all, if Rutgers is involved, uh that's almost like rebuttable. I, don't, I realize we just talked about uh, Rutgers game in the other category, but if Rutgers is involved, that's kind of rebuttable presumption. You're in the Bardo zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there has that, to be
2: something very appealing on the other end to get you yeah. out of the Bardo zone. Yeah, and so... And that's and, seeing if
0: Chris Holtman uh, clips through the four <laughs> in that other case.
1: Um, but at, at this point, given uh, you know a mix of what we've seen on the court and um, what our preseason expectations were, uh, Northwestern is not going to elevate this one out of the Bardo zone. In fact, you can very easily see in this game turn into what is going to be billed and lauded as a uh, defensive struggle when in fact it's just going to be really bad basketball for 40 minutes. It's,
2: it's going to be these women having a mid-off yeah. of big-time <laughs> yeah. basketball.
1: Like you're going to look and like Audige is 2 of 11 from behind the arc. And it's just like, this is not good. Uh, yeah, so
0: and then also in the bardo zone friday night we've got on btn nebraska at purdue which hey i wonder how that's gonna go i bet it'll be close in the first half nebraska will probably be within two points at <laughs> halftime and then zach edie will remember that he's eight feet six inches and start dunking who wants to watch that not, not me. most of the purdue fans I've i've spoken to
1: also nebraska like was a little froggy in this, uh in the reverse fixture here. And I think that's kind of, you know, they'll have Purdue's full attention and they'll yeah. just uh like, I, I almost disagree with you, Thomas. I don't even think it'll be close to the halftime. I think Purdue, will that's, just a up up. that's a fair point. That's a fair point.
2: Purdue will it's just go over by the, start. yeah. Yeah. It's going to be done by the U 16. And
1: I have no idea about with, your night. I have no idea. Like what's going on in Nebraska, Fred Hoiberg. That's kind of one of those things where I I've stopped caring about coaching hires because the ones I think are good. Uh, yeah like that should have been a good hire um but i don't know yeah. sadly it's not. he has
0: <laughs> sadly he has covid fog <laughs> yes,
1: the team is uh not doing anything nor uh observably going anywhere so um yeah. overall
2: kind of a stinky slate just like i was looking at the schedule there's just not a whole lot
1: how far out for these? On. We'll just do some planning here live. How far out do we look on these? Are we just go to the next Saturday. Is that what we're? Are we including next Sunday? We've got
0: one on. We've got one on Sunday for this. Yeah, right? I went through the Ohio I State went through Sunday.
1: Okay, well, I assuredly have another Bardo Zone game for you because we do have Maryland traveling to Iowa City. Um, oh God, Christ alive! <laughs> Could I be less interested in a game? Oh,
0: I think if they asked me to broadcast that game, I would decline.
1: That is a. Uh, Mm. Oh. Kevin yeah, Kevin Willard's been complaining about scheduling now. Just recently, like, goes out to Carver Hawkeye for a lovely uh, Sunday afternoon. That's uh, nothing. I'm nothing. I'm very interested in. Um,
0: yeah, but that's uh, no good. Hell, yeah, I would even fits. add
1: to the if we going back, put this on the games on list. Northwestern at Michigan. Michigan stinks. I know, but this it, it's funny though because Northwestern keeps playing the big brand teams that are down right now. So they're going to collect clout because they'll, they'll go. So in. they're doing. So they're
0: doing. Uh, they're doing 2020 IU football in basketball form. They got a chance.
1: They got a chance to end the week like five and one in the Big Ten, beating nobody yeah. good, but. Probably getting top twenty-five votes at that point. Oh
2: yeah! Once the the big J journal machine takes over, they're they're going to be ripe for a lot. Le- like the the,
1: second- the ill
0: men are getting yeah. on their they're oiling up their typewriters.
1: Because let's see if we can call this right here, because they're going to play Michigan. Because I I'm on I'm on record. They're going to beat Rucker and they're going to beat Michigan. Then they're going to then they're going to be all eyes on them. And then guess where they go? Iowa City. Iowa. Yeah. They, they will lose that game. <laughs> Iowa is going to hit nineteen threes. In that yeah, game. they're going to lo- like the defense did is going to say- completely fall apart. They're going to lose that game like eighty to forty nine.
2: <laughs> is
0: did you say? Are they in Ann Arbor or is Michigan coming to North? No, they're
1: they're in Ann Arbor. They get Rutgers at home, okay. and then they go to yeah, Ann Arbor. Yeah. But I mean, Michigan's horrible.
0: If they win that, yeah, but I I completely agree with you. I think if they win that game, they're going to start getting votes. People are going to start pissing their pants to just cheer on chris collins yeah
1: another funny thing another funny thing i want to another funny thing i want to point out is i've done this now for at least five teams where i look at their schedule and kind of try to uh get a gauge for like what chances they've got at wins or losses moving forward and every five times i've done this now i've been like well they don't have a bunch of tough games left and it's just like oh yeah because you
0: keep forgetting that the league sucks ass (laughs) It's like Nobody like, has any tough games left
1: because we all suck. It's like it's like when Butler was in the Horizon League, and you'd look and be like, "Oh man, <laughs> no. they could win out." It's just like, yeah. yeah, you're sorry.
0: You're sorry to say they don't have any tough teams left on their schedule on December third.
1: <laughs> it's like yeah. just got to get through. Our, it's like we're like Gonzaga now. It's like just got to get through our meaty yeah. non-conference, and then we can take right. a break.
2: Gotta Go. wait till Portland comes to town.
1: Yeah. It, <laughs> It would be cool if we were good because then uh, this conference would be easy to win. Unfortunately, uh, we're just another big ten team. So
0: I mean fuck it'd be nice if we were at least healthy. Like yeah, that I would be care if we're good.
1: Could be huge. All right.
0: Hey. So yeah, anything else?
1: No. I have nothing more All
0: to right. say. I just want to make sure we didn't have any more games to add to the docket. Well, thanks so much for listening. Um, We had a great time doing this. I uh, hope you have had an equally great time Mm -hmm. listening. If you're interested in uh, more lukewarm takes and pretty decent riffs on college basketball and a stunning number of other topics, uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. I'm Brohan underscore Cruyff, which I should probably spell out, but just Google Johan Cruyff and you'll figure it out. Um, If you would also spell out Johan yeah well <laughs> i feel like you can probably get close you can get close enough we believe um, in you babar is uh at babar esquire that's esq not the full word that's right i um, did not go
1: to law school to not put esquire on my twitter handle
0: um and then we've got chris at uh chris shooty three that's s-c-h-u-t-t-e and then the numeral three and um, we've also got a uh, Twitter account for our podcast, which at recording at time of recording has not actually tweeted yet, but we will eventually. You should post um, pig shit balls. Yeah, I think my first one is just going to be two images. It's going to be, or I guess three. It's going to be the uh, IU Iowa score, the IU Northwestern score, and then that picture of Yoda hanging himself with Barack Obama looking through the door at him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that uh that podcast Twitter account is gonna be at gamesonpod. So yeah, check that out. Um and then we've also got an email address. So if you have any questions for a future show or you wanna praise our comedic stylings, or you wanna deliver a Tim Weaver-esque rant about our low morals, uh, feel free to email us at gamesonpod at gmail.com. I think that about does it um thanks for listening and uh we'll talk to you soon see ya